This is the Washington State Indivisible Podcast, part of the Demcast family of podcasts. I'm your host, Stephen Cox. Today, elevating women of color to positions of leadership with a benefit concert featuring Shaka Khan, Andre Day, and a jaw-dropping lineup of local talent, including the amazing Lady A, who joins us on the program today, along with Lavender Wright's Project Executive Director Jalen Scott and also Shasti Conrad, co-founder of the organization making all this happen, the Opportunity Leadership Network. Today's show is a sneak preview of the event to come, which is happening this Saturday. you want to check it all out. It's all ahead. Even though we are very fortunate to have a number of prominent women of color in leadership positions here in Western Washington, it is nowhere near enough. And that is why a new organization called the Opportunity Leadership Network is dedicated to cultivating and empowering women of color to become leaders at all levels. So this Saturday, February 27th, they are having an online benefit concert with an all-star lineup to raise money and awareness about the organization. And to tell us more about that, we have our dear friend, Shasti Conrad. She is a co-founder and officer with uh, Opportunity Leadership Network. She's also a co-producer of this weekend's event. Hello to you, Shasti. How are you? Hi, Stefan. Great. Thanks for having me. This is very, all very exciting. We also have Jalen Scott. She is executive director of Lavender Rights Project, which is a beneficiary of the Opportunity Leadership Network. Welcome to you, Jalen. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And I'm just going to confess here, uh, I'm, I'm thrilled to have a local celebrity on the show with us, Washington's very own Lady A. She's going to be performing on Saturday. Lady A, how are you? Welcome to you. Thank you so much, Stefan. Really great. Glad to be here with all these wonderful, amazing women and yourself. Well, let's let's start right there. So Shasti, I'm going to put this to you. Let's talk about what it means to have women and, and in particular, women of color in leadership positions. Well, it changes it changes the game, you know, for far too long. Um, every, you know, sort of institution of power was really held in the hands of white men. And therefore, you know, policies, legislation, um, decisions reflected that lived perspective. And, you know, we pride ourselves on the diversity of, you know, this country, but also the state of Washington. And it's important that um, the people in leadership are reflected, you know, that that we have the full spectrum of um, the diversity of of perspectives and experiences. And so that was what we kind of wanted to really address because it's, as we're seeing it play out, you know, nationally, um, it makes a big difference who's getting to, who's at the table and getting to make these decisions. Here, here. And I think it uplifts all of us, I think, to have uh, more uh, women and particular women of color in, in, in leadership positions. So let's talk about Opportunity Leadership Network and what it does. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so it came out of, so la- last year, um, we had a historic number of black women that were running for the Washington State Legislature. And as you know, um, we uh, co-founded uh, the Opportunity Pack, which was about investing in these women that were running for office. And one of the ancillary benefits that we found in doing that work was, you know, the finance financial support was incredibly important, but it was also the network and the cohort and the sisterhood that developed in bringing these incredible women together. And they were able to to talk about their shared experiences, how they were, you know, some of their challenges, some of the things that they were really proud to be bringing forth. And we realized that, 
you know, really sort of building that support system needed to start before people were running for office. And so the Opportunity Leadership Network um, is housed at the Seattle Foundation, and it is the sort of leadership pipeline um, network that we are developing to help support women um, of color leaders, particularly black women leaders who are, you know, they're they have their own organizations, they have their own businesses, they are out here doing the work. And we are a grant making institution to actually invest in those women and help bring them together so that we can change we can change this state and do some good work. So it's networking, it's investing. Is there any training involved? Yeah, one of the parts of our grant making is that we're looking for um, organizations that will that will actually train up other leaders. Um, all three of our beneficiaries have some kind of mentorship um, type of program attached. Um, the three the three organizations that we are supporting with our show on Saturday um, are Phenomenal She, which works directly with um, women and girls of color. Lavender Rights Project, um, who Jalen can talk about in just a second, and then um, the Carl Maxey Center, which is going to be the first black cultural center in the eastern part of the state. And they all are really, they're working with young people, but they're also working with adults who are changing the game in their various sectors. That is so exciting. I'll just ask, and Jalen, uh, I do want to ask you specifically about that, but Chasti, um, how do you find candidates for the program? Is this something that people can opt into, or do you go and find people? Yeah, we're just launching. So we are definitely in the phase of, you know, we kind of did, we have an incredible board of um, amazing women of color who helped us with kind of figuring out who were out in the community doing a lot of the good work. And we started there, but we want to be open and work with everybody. And so we're looking for people to let us know what they're up to, what they're working on. Um, Our website is www.opportunityln.com and you can reach us there and and let us know what you're, what you're up to. We're hoping to sort of set the ripple effect and and grow this network um, so that it's even outside of the state. It grows nationwide. Yeah, that's that would be absolutely outstanding. So opportunityln.com, I'll have that in the show notes for people. Jalen, I want to bring you into the conversation, talk about the mentorship aspects, but specifically, tell us, uh, for those of us who may not know, about the Lavender Rights Project. It's my understanding this is your organization. So what does it do and, and why were you moved to start it? Yeah, so Lavender Rights Project uh, does direct legal, legal services for LGBTQ clients. Historically, that has been the program. Um, and also know your rights education for the LGBTQ community. Our law handles civil rights, uh, family law, uh, discrimination cases and employment law and et cetera. One of the few in the state who um, it's up by four model of queer and trans people representing queer and trans people for the most part. Um, and so it was inspired because that, that just didn't exist. ACLU, um, Human Rights Campaign, and others existed in terms of impact litigation. So they only took those cases that could have some impact on the, on the national um, uh, stage. Um, and so those small cases, those things that are like, you know, we, we know workplace culture and we know how traumatic it can be for especially women of color who are queer and trans. And so we needed someone to do their representation. In terms of the mentorship aspect, I think, um, you know, we, in 2019 had a look at like, what is the programming that we're actually doing as an organization? And does it reflect our mission to serve the most marginalized in community? All of us had been really exhausted posting um, on Facebook about the death, the murder, the brutal murder of black trans women and femmes over and over and over and over again. 
And so we decided to do something about it, I think, as an organization. I, the question was, well, who's going who's gonna to lead this work? How do we start? And we decided that the best people to lead the work are Black trans women. And Black trans women are the best people to direct the entire organization, shift the entire organization so that we're meeting the needs of Black trans women and femmes. And if we meet those needs, we meet the needs for the entire LGBTQ community. And so we brought those people in six task force members. They're in leadership positions in the organization. They really are a steering committee for the work for the entire organization. And we're working on disrupting violence against Black trans women and femmes in all aspects as well as our traditional work. It's incredibly meaningful work. And so I, I just want to be clear, with your uh, involvement with the Opportunity Leadership Network, you will be mentoring accordingly. Is that right? Yeah, we'll continue the mentorship aspects. And, I, and you know, we haven't laid it out, but I hope there's continued support for our Black trans women who are in leadership positions. Historically, they have not had access to leadership training, to the education, to, you know, positions where you can mentor under, under someone. Um, for these positions. And so they, they aren't putting in the best position to succeed. So, you know, I'm excited about the Opportunity Leadership Network, first of all, in naming that Black trans women are women and with, with unapologetically naming that and including that in, 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 in this project. And secondarily, providing the additional support that we really need to support these employees to succeed on the job and in life I mean, it is, it's not just about their job. It's not just about professional development. For them, it's their life right. that they are trying to survive. And being able to feed yourself and take care of yourself and have a home to stay in is life or death for them. Thank you for doing this work. I just want to say I, I'm incredibly moved by your words. Um, and I'll just also ask you the larger picture question that I asked Shasti at the beginning, which is how you see the importance of women of color uh, being in positions of leadership to our society. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay with the organization. Um, you know, we had historically been a white organization and historically under white leadership, mostly women, mostly femme folk. Um, and we were getting there, but in the shift to putting these black trans women um, in leadership positions in the organization, we have tripled our budget. We have tripled our outreach we have gotten very precise on our branding and our programming, and we're having an effect in the lives of Black trans women and femmes in a very short amount of time. I, I never thought it was possible to be where we are now in such a short period of time, but it took the leadership of Black trans women who actually, it's not a question for us, for Black women, period. It's not a question for us whether or not we can succeed. It's a requirement that we succeed for our own livelihood and for our sisters. Where can people learn more about your organization? Yeah, just visit us at lavenderrightsproject.org. We're all over Facebook and Instagram, the website, um, and you can find more about the Washington Black Trans Task Force, which is that leadership team also on social media. Thank you so much for that. Lady A, before we get to you, I'm just going to ask Shasti a few details about the concert coming up this Saturday. It is February 27th. It is online. Shasti, um, I was blown away when I saw the trailer for this. You uh, have an incredible lineup, as is evidenced by our guest here today. Tell us about the concert. Yeah, and it's actually it's on TV. 
Um, it's oh, it's on online Kong. and on TV. I should mention that. Correct. Yes, Thank you for, yes. for telling it's me. It's yeah. on um, Kong. So if you're in the western part of Washington, um, you should be able to watch it on broadcast TV. And then we just learned that next weekend, March 6th, we're going to be airing out in Spokane on um, their NBC affiliate. So we're really excited. We're going to have full coverage across the state. Um, and yeah, I mean, basically, we just wanted to pull something together that would celebrate these incredible women um, who are doing this amazing work um, in Washington State. We wanted to um, we wanted to celebrate artists, too. You know, I think especially in this last year in the pandemic, you know, it's been artists who have carried us all through it's been music it's been here, here. you know tv show been music all, all and it's movies all of that has been the culture has been what has been keeping our spirits up and we wanted to create something that could help to amplify the work of incredible organizations and people like what Jalen has been talking about and also the incredible work that people like Lady A have been bringing um, to keep Washington so strong and um, full of, uh, there's so much to celebrate. And so we're really excited and proud of this concert. Um, our headliners are Shaka Khan and Andre Day. Um, and then we have just incredible Washington State artists, um, Lady A, Stephanie Ann Johnson, Paris Alexa, and we have a couple of youth um, dancers as well. So we're really excited about um, what what we're what's what's happening this weekend. So yeah, it'll be Saturday night, nine p.m. on Kong TV. I will have the trailer available for people in the show notes at indivisiblepodcast.org. I highly recommend that you check it out. So let's talk about one of the featured artists. Uh, Lady A, it is so cool to talk with you. And listen, I've been looking at your schedule. There's a pandemic on, but you've been so busy. Uh, Tell us what you've been up to. I have been busy. I've been very blessed. And I want to thank Shasti and Jalen and everybody at um, Washington Opportunity. This this. This is an amazing program that's gonna happen on Saturday. My motto here is empowered women help empower women. So, you know, I I really believe that that is true. And especially in this pandemic, we're learning, especially black women, trans women, women, uh, LGBTQ, just women period need to start coming together. And I believe that um, this, this program is going to do just that. I've learned a lot of things about the organizations um, that Opportunity Leadership Network is is um, benefiting, and I think it's a great program. I have been busy like crazy and enjoying it. <laughs> Even though I'm in a pandemic, we're all in a pandemic. Um, I've been very busy um, recording. I'm right now. After this, I'm going to take a little break and start working on a new CD. Um, you know, I'm an activist as well as a, a, a vocalist. So I have my Truth is Loud series is going to begin again, which is for white allies to talk uh, race and social justice here in Washington state and across the country. Um, I've got uh, quite a few things. I'm putting out three CD projects this year. Yeah, you don't rest much as far as I can tell. You've also been doing some socially distanced live shows. I'm wondering what that, how has that been for you as a performer to actually be performing live in that kind of environment? Well, I've been doing a lot of virtual shows, but um, this past weekend, I actually did my first uh, show in front of a live audience. How'd it go? It went well. They, you know, I made sure that all the protocols have been in place. I've been asked to do some live shows, but I've been holding off on it. I'm going to begin. As long as people keep um, safety protocols in place, wear their mask, 
because we as vocalists, we do project when we sing. I mean, it may not, you may not see it, but we do. And I'm all about my band being safe and as well as the audience. So performing this past weekend was, um, I was a little apprehensive at first, but actually it worked really well. The venue, the Blue Diamond down in Portland, Oregon, they set everything up well. The audience, you know, they, they had dinner, they, did, they were socially distanced. It was great. What was hard for me is I'm a people person. So I like to put my hands on people. <laughs> I like to come out in the audience. So it was really hard to stay on stage when I'm used <laughs> to getting out into the audience. That was the hard part for me, but, um, but, it, but it felt good. It was good. And, you know, there's nothing like getting that, getting that actual feedback from the audience. Well, so, right. And you know, I've been thinking about this, you know, with my creative artist friends. Um, and I'm wondering how it's been for you having to stay at home creatively. Because a lot of my friends are saying they've been really productive and they've taken the time to do a lot of stuff. And other people are just like, ah, I got to get out there. I got to play some more. What, what, what's it been like for you? It's, you know, for me being the age I am and I've had to learn a, a lot of things. Learning, I put a studio in my home. Still don't know how to work it all the way, but <laughs> um, I have some, you know, my band members are great. So they've been teaching me along the way. Um, and actually, like I said, I've been very blessed. We've been blessed with a venue to be able to perform, you know, be able to record at, um, you know, it's helping the venue as well as helping us. Oh, you're kind so, of cutting in and out there just a little bit. I don't know what's going on. It's... Technology is, is, is tricky at home. I, I will just uh, close by saying you have a fantastic new single called uh, My Name is All I Got, which is about your legal battle with the group formerly known as Lady Antebellum, who have taken your name. Um, and so I will just say to you that your state has your back. We know there's only one Lady A. Uh, so Shasti, can you remind us where and when people can see the concert? Just let's button that one more time. Yes. This Saturday, February 27th at 9 p.m., on Kong TV. Well, I couldn't recommend it anymore, gang. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, I will just say thanks to all of you for taking the time to put this whole amazing program together. Shasti, thank you. Thank you as always, my friend. Thank you. I hope everyone enjoys the show. And Jalen, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Of course, happy to. Yeah, and, I, and again, I just I will reiterate, I so appreciate all the work that you do. And Lady A, you're awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Can't wait for the program on Saturday. <laughs> Sounds great. And we will close with a Lady A track, Blues in the Key of Me. You can check that out and more at her website, LadyABabyBlues.com. The website for this show is IndivisiblePodcast.org, and our email address is IndivisiblePodcast at gmail.com. The Washington State Indivisible Podcast is a production of Get Creative, Inc., and is part of the Demcast family of podcasts. Learn more about Demcast at DemcastUSA.com. Special thanks to Lori Caldwell, and as always, my thanks to you for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.